Hi, everyone. I'm Tish Conlin for another episode of Tish Talk. Today, it's a pure delight to have uh, Pastor Arthur Pazlowski with me. Uh, for those of you who don't know Arthur Pazlowski, he was born in Poland and experienced the harsh conditions of communism that many of us can't even imagine. He came to Canada. He founded the Street Church Church Ministry. He's been doing incredible work, feeding the poor, heartening people for so long. Um, he became very famous in 2021. I think it's 2021. You correct me if I'm wrong, Pastor Arthur, uh, for calling out uh, the police who came to his church during an Easter service as Gestapo and Nazis. Now that that video went viral. I think millions and millions of people saw it and were heartened to step up against the government overreach. In 2022, he was actually he's been fined. He's been charged. Um, he's been harassed. He was actually imprisoned for almost two months and mostly, I believe, in solitary confinement, very harsh, cruel conditions that you couldn't even imagine in Canada. And this is all for a pastor who's doing his God-given service and helping people, keeping his church open. I know um, that you may comment on this, um, Arthur, is that the mosques were allowed to, to stay open, but not the Christian churches. So we'll get into that. In any case, it's a pleasure to have you. And how are you doing today? Well, thank you so much for having me on your on your show. Uh, well, I'm doing okay. While the fight is furious, because I don't know if your viewers know but I've decided being in a solitary confinement and being put in metal cages and dragged from my solitary cell to another solitary cell on concrete <clears throat> without water, without washroom, I've decided to run for political office. I came to this realization that if we don't replace those evil, wicked people, in the places of power, uh, they will never stop. They are like cancer and cancer spreads all over the body until it kills it. We are being murdered. As a pastor, I'm telling you, I'm dealing with tragedies every single day. Even yesterday, when I went out just to support another pastor, Derek Reimer that was arrested for opposing uh, perversion and sexualization of children. I went to see his bail hearing. I was approached by a man that said his best friend has paralysis on his face after the second job. So I deal with this on a regular basis. But when I was that, uh, when I was thrown into solitary confinement, I realized I got to do something that I've never done before. I was always politically active. I supported politicians. I campaigned for others, but I never myself run for political office. But I think we must. We cannot any longer wait for saviors, other people to come to the rescue. Good people now have to engage themselves into fighting, uh, not just for us, but for the future of our country for the future of our children so it's tiring the attacks that i'm getting every single day from operatives of other parties i uh, they came with bribery they came with offers they said uh they will guarantee me a seat if i cross the floors so it's tiring i have to admit I don't like swimming in the middle of human manure in a sewer canal because that's what politics is, their version. Um, but, well, we're standing we're standing strong. We keep plowing, as I keep that's saying so to the people, you know, keep plowing, 
keep yes. putting seeds and eventually we'll see a huge harvest. Uh, I couldn't agree with you more. As you may or may not know, I ran for PPC um, and I had no political background. I was an entrepreneur. I've been uh, you know, involved in the healthcare uh, area as a, a holistic practitioner. But <clears throat> like you, we can't have anarchy. I agree. Uh, that's not going to work. But we need to have integrity and people who are courageous enough <clears throat> to say and do the right thing in politics. And Canada, we've seen even uh, none of the parties. They're all uniparties. You you saw yourself how the conservative government shut you down and imprisoned you. We had the harshest lockdowns in the world, I believe, with our conservative government, Doug Ford, who's implicated now with all this Chinese interference. So none of the existing parties, they've all been infiltrated. We need new parties. So I encourage you now, is it it's called the Independence Party? Um, is it a provincial party uh, or is it national? Yes, uh, well, I'll tell you the truth. I was um, asked to run for the member of parliament, but... Telling you the truth, when I look at the whole country, I I guess I don't have that big of a faith in people. I have a huge faith in my God, um, not so much in Canadians. So what we decided to do is let's start small. Let's mm -hmm. win at least one province for freedom. One, uh, let's uh, let's bring accountability to one province. Let's bring checks and balances to one province. And then I hope that will spread like a wildfire. So now I've learned that Saskatchewan is joining us. There was a um, meeting yesterday. I've heard that Northern part of British Columbia wants to join us. And then Manitoba is talking about as well. So I believe that they will spread. Look what's happening in France right now. As we speak right now, the French people are rising up and they are saying no to tyrants, no to Macron tyranny, because that's what it is. Those people are lawless gangsters and they should be all charged for treason. And you're absolutely right. All of those parties, the the establishment, if you will, are corrupted to the core. It was the conservative government that locked me uh, Chinese style, Soviet style in solitary confinement, in metal cages. It was the conservative government that put me in a psych ward, just like the Soviets are doing it uh, to this day, or the North Koreans or Chinese. It was the conservative government that put me in a max spot as the most dangerous offender in the country. I mean, I could not even have a pen because I was told I am too dangerous oh. to have a pen. So we're talking about a total total insanity and unfortunately the judges are appointed they're not elected therefore they're not working for the justice system they're not working for the people i mean to be fair there's still some good judges i met one yesterday amazing really? woman Oh, that good. actually did the right thing. Her analysis was excellent. She did her job, but there's not many of them. There's still some good police officers, but not many. Believe me, they have weaponized our justice system. They weaponized our media and, and our healthcare system. We're dealing with something that Canadians have never, ever seen. Of course, we immigrants we grew up under totalitarian regime before you know behind the iron curtain so i've seen the government your own government doing this to you i've seen that firsthand and we've learned about it during the nazis era and and other um you know totalitarian regimes but canadians um are totally oblivious to what 
evil we're dealing with what kind of evil right so what kind of a, a level of corruption right now and i said that i said that from the very beginning i mean if you watch my videos at the very beginning on the of this lie i said the chinese are doing this we're being infiltrated this is a chinese government that is doing this in a coercion with with the canadian government and i was called a racist I was yes. called a racist. Uh, yes. I had Chinese friends, uh, people of all colors and all backgrounds come to my church. We feed uh, half of the people we feed on the streets. We feed thousands of people. We are wow. colored people, right? And yet I am a homophobe, xenophobe, a racist, white supremacist. Uh, big, they say those things because we know we are speaking the truth and they have nothing real against us. So they have to make stuff up. Exactly. It's a classic straw man character attack. Now, I mean, some people have said to me, now I'm running again for PPC federally, and I think we do need federal um, accountability, but we need do, as, as I agree with you, we have to start local uh, very much and provincially now with the digital ID and the 15 minute cities and everything else going on, the sexualization of our children and people are, they're going to school board meetings, they're standing up. Um, and look at what happened in Holland, where they elected provincially um, the Farmers Party, BBB, at a landslide, 30%. So it can happen. And people <coughs> keep telling me, oh, we just have to, you know, just go for the conservatives this time and next time. We don't have the, the, the we can't afford it next time. They're all the same. We can't keep giving away our power and sovereignty saying, oh, I'll just go with it this time. That's what happened uh, with the COVID mandates. Oh, just one more shot, just one more thing one more lockdown uh people have to stand firm now and say no more and we have to stand in our integrity and our values we have to be tough and that's something yeah. that's hard for canadians you know i want to say something to you um and all to the you know this is a message for all the good people if you're watching this and you're evil then i get it you have no problem voting for evil but i want to speak to christians and to the good people of canada i do support maxine uh, maxime bernier uh, he's not a perfect man but no one is are you perfect we don't have a perfect man only god was perfect but i observed maxime for the past few years we're friends uh we've done stuff together and i'm telling you uh, he is trying his best to bring sanity back into the political realm. The past three years, he did excellent. He was actually, mm -hmm. in my opinion, he was the real opposition to this tyranny uh, exactly. for from the beginning to the end. So what I want to say is this. Good people should never vote for the lesser of two evils. We've done that before. I am guilty as charged. I help to elect some of those snakes in a conservative government that are biting us and murdering our children, indoctrinating those children that survived. So um, we cannot do the revolving door. We cannot be schizophrenic. We cannot be insane anymore. We have to stop what brought us into this tragedy because that's what it is in the first place what did we do we were voting at the lesser of two evils we um we were saying to each other we can't split the votes we were saying to each other if we don't vote for the conservatives yeah they're corrupted and evil uh, but the liberals are even more corrupted and more evil this will not work anymore we have to kick them all out from the places yes. of power every single uh, liberal every single conservative every single 
uh, every mm -hmm. single um, NDP, NDP uh, communist and socialist, because don't kid yourself. And listen to me, if you don't want to believe Pastor Artopolowski, I get that. But listen to my accent. NDP is communism and socialism. I hope you're hearing me clearly. This is communism and this is socialism, and it will destroy you. It will destroy you. They are the destroyers of economy. They are evil, wicked people that want to control every aspect of your life. So Pierre Polyev, and this is what drives me nuts. They are always looking for the new savior, but those are not your new saviors. They are treacherous liars, manipulators, Pierre Polyev, where was he when we were bleeding on the streets of our cities, marching, rallying, organizing this fight against this biggest tyranny we've ever seen in our country? Well, he was hiding somewhere. He was, uh, he, he just attacked Maxime Bernier a few weeks ago, I, I, I watched. He attacked Christine Anderson. There oh, was yeah. a voice of hope for the mm -hmm. entire world when she stood up against the tyrant, the, the tyrant that should be charged with treason, Justin Trudeau Castro. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm watching all of this unfolding and, and I just like shake your heads, Canadians, because you're doing the same thing over and over again and you're losing more and more and more. You've got a government and a potential government that wants to tax you to debt. Canadians, we are already paying 55% in taxes and this oh. is just the beginning. Remember the same people are telling you you own nothing and you will be happy. And you wanted to talk about communism. Well, I grew up in a country that we did not own anything. And I'm telling you, we were not happy. A constant lineups, nothing in the stores, corruption to the highest levels, bribery everywhere. I remember my parents had to work with either a chocolate or coffee or whatever they could get it as a bribe just mm. in case something happens. You couldn't just go to a hospital and expect that everything will be taken care of. You had to give something to the nurse. You had to give something to the doctor to make sure that your loved one was actually being properly taken care of. And that's every level of bureaucracy. Communism, socialism is corruption from the smallest to the highest. And don't kid yourself, this tyranny is a utopia. When they are telling you everyone will be equal, that's a lie. I'll prove it to you just uh, from uh, the past month uh, when the same people that told you you will own nothing, they want you to eat crickets and bugs and riding a bicycle, the same people, again, I hope you're getting my message, the same people that are telling you that came with over a thousand private jets, were driving SUVs and eating Japanese, the most expensive steaks on earth. They are telling you, you will eat crickets and you will ride, you will ride a bicycle and you're not allowed to have more than 10 chickens on the farm and garbage like this. And it's fascinating how everything is unfolding. The same people that are telling you that there is a food crisis are doing everything in their power to destroy food production. Those Absolutely. Absolutely. And look at the Amish farmers. Now, you might know about them, and they were resisting the mandates uh, just outside of Ohio, Pennsylvania. Now, the land might be poisoned with dioxins. Who, who would uh, authorize burning 
vinyl chloride. It just creates the most, one of the most toxic forever chemicals. I mean, do you, you know, it, it, it's hard uh, to say outright, but speculation is clear that there's attack on um, American soil, Canadian soil. Things that are happening are destroying our livelihoods. Agenda 2030, people say that's a conspiracy theory. It's real. It's written clearly. The agenda is also... Uh, not only attack on our livelihoods and our families, but really our very humanity is at stake here with the, the transhuman agenda. Can you do are you can you speak to this assault on our soul? Um, very assault on God that's playing out. This is a, this is a spiritual war. All of the physical things are happening, but we are literally being assaulted at our very core, our essence of who we are. Of course. Uh, first of all, uh, let me just finish with the food production. Why there is such a huge attack on our food? Because those that control food supply control the society. In Poland, people couldn't go and protest and rally the government. Well, first of all, because the government was arresting anyone that dared to say anything against them. But secondly, the whole life was um, was a survival mode you uh, went out constantly standing in the lineups for a bread i remember every week my mom would send me for a loaf of bread you were not allowed to buy two and i would stand in a lineup and you could not see the end of the lineup just to buy bread when you spend most of your free time chasing after you know after the goods after the necessities of life while well, you have no time to oppose tyrannical government that's how they control you if it comes to transhumanism, of course, those wannabe tyrants, those wannabe pharaohs, as I call them, they are looking for every means to control people. If they're going to put a chip in you or if they're going to do a digital currency, if they're going to control every aspect of your life, 15-minute cities and you know total control and uh, social credits like we see in China, well, then you will effectively be a slave and your children as well to the state. That's why I decided to run for the Independence Party of Alberta because the name itself, I want you to be independent. Mm -hmm. I want myself to be independent. I want my children to be independent. I want smaller government. I don't want to tax people to death. I want to give incentives to those that are hurting. I want to dig out the black gold that God has given us, the oil, the gas. I mean, we are sleeping on trillions upon trillions of dollars, and yet our ethical oil is under attack, and the Saudi Arabia's oil, which is unethical, women are being treated like dogs, people are being thrown off the roofs, there is tyranny, dictatorship left and right, there's no freedom over there, the most unethical oil you can have while it's being welcomed. Everything is upside down, and if people do not see that, I don't know, you were talking to me before, you know, to explain the spiritual aspect of what I'm seeing as a, as a pastor, as a clergyman. Yes. Here is how, you know, here is how I will describe this. It's a heavy delusion. It looks like, it feels like that some kind of a blanket has been spread over the masses with a heavy delusion. You're telling them this is white, but they see black. You're saying this is black, they see green. It's like, 
we are completely disconnected if it comes mm -hmm. to reality. They're watching propaganda. I say to the people, why in the right mind would you watch a government paid propaganda? If the government pays the newspapers to print something, you know you've lost your freedom of speech. You've lost your freedom you know, of um of getting the news why would you support them we didn't watch uh in poland unless you wanted to know what the propaganda is saying then yeah. why would you even bother wasting your life watching garbage because that's what it is calgary sun calgary herald cbc um a global mail uh even a national post that used to be very good now it's all a sham it's all garbage you know what we did with newspapers in poland well, because we had shortage of toilet, we would cut it in small pieces and use it as a toilet paper. That was the only thing that this whole garbage was, um, you know, was useful for. Uh, we have reached the same level of indoctrination, propaganda, yes. manipulation, disinformation. I just did an interview with a fellow that spent almost a year in prison uh, for fighting for his daughter. And we didn't talk about anything else except I asked him how you're feeling. He just got released um, and, and he shared how he's feeling. Well, the YouTube took it down. They took it down saying medical misinformation. I mean, yes. and this, this is the garbage we're dealing with left and right. If they don't like something, they will label the most crazy, you know, uh, labels. Uh, it's insanity. It is insanity. I mean, I've subscribed recently to Epoch News, and it's it's a definitely a, a much better publication. And I do encourage everyone, we've got to get uh, media, supporting independent media. I know I write for Druthers and support them, and I uh, th they've got some great people and right in my community, which is amazing. But can you comment on what's going on with Christian pastors? And also, I'd like to get your uh, take on um, the mainstream church, the corruption within the mainstream um, churches, particularly Protestant churches like the uh, United Church. I left that church because uh, I, I've tried to warn them about the agenda and they wouldn't listen. They are in, as indoctrinated as anyone else. You see these protests now for uh, sexually grooming children, and it should be obvious to everyone that this is wrong. And yet you've got um, a lot of Christians protesting, but just concerned parents, even atheists, just people just don't want kids being sexualized. That should be obvious. But then you have places like the United Church coming with, um, you know, some LGBTQ uh, communities saying that you're just haters. Um, so, I mean, I, how, how could we solve this um, from a Christian standpoint? Obviously, you know, Jesus calls us to love everyone, but this act is heinous. It's satanic. It's wrong. And it has to stop. What's your comment on the mainstream churches and, and what they're doing now to perpetuate this? Of course, um, I have been labeled a homophobe, xenophobe. I have been labeled transphobic and all this is garbage. I feed homosexuals for 20 years, uh, 24 years. This is my 24th year of taking care of the homeless. I don't ask them 
about their sexual preferences. I don't really care what no. you do in your bed. God cares about that. And he says, if you continue in this craziness, you will be judged for that. But I'm not your judge. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see it. I don't want you to talk about it. Your sexual preferences should be your preferences in your own bedroom. I don't want you to walk naked in front of our children and our communities. And if you have that urge to strip yourself naked, uh, like we have in Calgary, the swimming uh, the swimming pools are open for adults and children naked. Swim. Oh, and this is what? going on for many years. And if you have that urge to dress yourself in a sexual manner and do stuff in a sexual manner in front of the children, well, then you're a pervert. And, and that's just full stop. You are a pervert. There's something wrong with you. And you, you should seek help, either a spiritual or a psychological, you know, you should uh, seek help because that's unhealthy. So what we have right now is apostate church, which is not the church at all. Those are antichrist people because the Bible is very clear, a sin of homosexuality. Um, even uh, the Bible goes as far as say a man should not dress as a woman, a woman should not dress as a man. And I'm not talking about pants and stuff like this. It's just, it's just the reverse uh, situation. Sometimes you see um, situations where women are doing their best to look like men. That's just not right. Be a woman. That's the beautiful thing about being a woman and being a man. God created us in a specific way for us to be the defenders, the providers, you know, the, the macho type individuals and a woman to be our queens. That's what the whole thing was always to be all about, but it's upside down because they're destroying us from within. If they can destroy the family unit, then they can control entire society. That's what the whole thing is all about. If it comes to those mainstream, in quote, so-called churches, because they're not churches, they are social clubs for indoctrination, like United Church, um, the, I've heard about Lutheran churches and other churches that went rogue uh, completely. Those are not real churches. Those are hypocrites that do not uh, you know, read the Bible. They are rebellious people. And the Bible says rebellion is like a spirit of divination. And they will be judged for that. They will end up in hell if they continue rebelling against the way God created things, male and female, he created them. Full stop, full yeah. stop. You know, and yeah. I'm not saying that there are not sometimes tragedies that people are born in certain way. And, and it's a tragedy that um, they have to seek help for that. And we used to help those people. Now we don't help them. We encourage them to be messed up. So I wouldn't call them churches. And yeah. again, the test happened in 2020. That was our biggest test in a modern history. During, you know, historically speaking, the real places of worship would take care of the lepers. It would not stop for the babonic uh, plague or black plague. They would they would just keep doing what God commands us to do, which is feed the poor, take care of the orphans and the widows, like be the light in the darkness, be the hope where there is very little hope out there, be the hands and the feet of Jesus Christ. That's what my Bible is telling me to do. So when this craziness happened and the government told me to stop feeding the poor, I said, go to hell. I'm not yeah. stopping. 
<laughs> I love that. What, who do you think you are, you people, that you're telling a clergyman that I cannot save lives because you say so? So I kept doing it. And of course, 40 tickets later, five arrests, almost two months of craziness in prison. Wow. Um, you know, five inmates testified already that the guards were giving them incentives to murder me in prison, to oh. beat me up. So this is conservative government um, that did this to to all of us and to me. So it's, uh, those those it's, churches are not churches. I, I I couldn't agree more. And I want you to address this whole this virtue signaling that's going on, particularly with a lot of the churches, people, uh, but people uh, liberal uh, liberal minded. They, they don't mind sending their money to the Red Cross, which is, in my opinion, a criminal organization. You know, just your money's doing no good. But you you talk to them about a poor person in their own country and they couldn't care less. I mean, this is this is this is part of the clown world that we're living in that's completely upside down. And it's how do you break through to these people um, is one question. A lot of people ask me on a regular basis. And I tell you, you need uh, in this time, patience and persistence, and you do need to be aligned. You have to stand firm on what is right and wrong because they're trying to, to uh, have craziness. They're trying to push you to agree with them. So you, you have to be firm and yet you have to be patient and persistent and still stay in love. I mean, it's a tricky, a tricky place to be. What's your advice for people in the freedom movement who are, are getting disheartened right now? They're discouraged. They've been at it a few years. Myself, it's been two years. I go door to door every single week and talk to community people, as well as pushing back locally and doing my bit uh, for a lot of the freedom groups to hearten people and help them detox from, you know, all of the all of the, the poisons in the airs in the air, soil, food, and, and drugs. But what can you say from a spiritual standpoint, um, Pastor Archer, because a lot of people look to you and are, have been heartened by your message. Well, first of all, I am being bombarded from the left, um, oh. trying to tell me that I have to stop talking about God. Don't talk about God and we will support you. Don't talk about spirituality and we'll support you. And I want to just remind everyone that the Bible is very clear. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, there is freedom. The Bible says that who comes to Jesus Christ is free indeed. He is the freedom. The idea of freedom did not come from the Constitution, Charter of Rights and Freedoms, or any politician. The, the, the idea of freedom came from God. God wants you to be free. So if you want your freedom back, well, first of all, you have to kick out the antichrist, the evil, the wicked devils that we have in the political realm that did this to us in the first place. And then some of them have to be charged with treason, a criminally charged for what they have done and still are doing to us. Like our ministers here in the province of Alberta, the very people that did this to us um, were invited back into the power. So the minister, Travis Taves, is back in power. Jason Copping, minister of health, back in power. Uh, Tyler Shandro, he was the minister of health uh, when he came with his Gestapo, the political police, to shut us down. He's now the minister of justice that is responsible 
for prosecuting and persecuting me. I mean, this is a total insanity. The Nixon brothers, and of course, the new premier that is no better than the previous one, because she was the one, Danielle Smith, that brought uh, those people back into the positions of, um, you know, ministerial cabinet portfolio. So anyway, um, how you deal with that? Well, you can't. And, and I know that's a shocker. You can't fix this. Only God can fix this. I think people are discouraged because they're trying to fight this great evil on their own. And they think that the rallies and the protests are going to fix that problem. The problem is spiritual. And it, it, the spiritual problems manifest in the physical. So you want to tackle this with not just physical, but also spiritual. When you invite God back into our beloved Canada, he's going to come with his, with his strength, with his power, with his freedom. So I would say to the people, speak, always keep speaking the truth, keep roaring, if you will. Don't quit, don't give up, don't be intimidated, because we are on the side of victory. We are on the side of the truth. And sooner or later, the truth will be manifested. It's already being manifested. Yes. Every day, I'm also dealing with people that are calling me and texting me that their eyes have been opened, that now they understand what I was trying to tell them from the very beginning. Because you got to remember, I am warning Canadians for many years. This is my 18th year in a public wow. service. I was arrested 16 times for this. I was uh, in front of courts over 100 times, 340 citations. I've never been arrested for anything other than me being a pastor, feeding the poor, preaching the gospel. All of my ordeals in a court have been always related to me being a clergyman and warning Canadians about what is happening to our beloved uh, Canada. So um, I would encourage people to, to turn their eyes to God, to ask him for strength, He's waiting for Canada. He's waiting for Canadians to turn back to him. I can't imagine, and I'm telling you this, I can't imagine doing what I'm doing without God. I would crumble. I would be depressed. I would quit. I would mm -hmm. be terrified. I would be hiding somewhere, hoping that they don't know where I live. Um, but I'm not that way. I am... I am a, a roaring lion. I don't quit. We keep plowing. We keep organizing events. I have um, the next two months filled with events, talking to people, and we still feed the homeless. We still have church services six times a week. Um, wow. That's how you win. When they tell you not to do it, you do it double. When they tell you don't say, you yell from the rooftops. When they say don't expose, you send to all your friends and ask the friends to send it to all of their friends. That's how you fight this, this war. This war is disinformation, misinformation, lie chasing lie. So the only way you can tackle this is by, by truth. And they spread the entire world with fear and terror. What we need to do, we need to spread the entire world with hope and courage.
Absolutely. Oh, I couldn't agree more. And I feel the same. If I didn't have a strong faith in God, I would be crumbling. But instead, I'm heartened for the and, and it gives you that patient persistence to keep going because it is we don't know what the timeline is. It's God's timeline, but we have to keep doing the work. And I know people who do not have God in their life who are crumbling, who are living totally in fear. And yet I also know people who used to be atheist. And this is happening all over Canada. I've interviewed a number of people who now see and now feel a strong connection to God and have become devout. But at the same time, we have this war. It seems to be a war against Jesus, too. And even in Israel now, they've passed a law saying, like, you could be imprisoned for talking about Jesus. What's your um, take on this, this war against Jesus Christ? And it seems that even the word Christ in Christian is being attacked, and whereas other other practices, other faiths don't seem to have the same level of attack on them at all. Well, I think people are coming to Christ right now, left and right, because they realized what we knew from the very beginning, this war is a war between good versus evil. And people are realizing this is evil. If this is evil, then there must be good as well. Because the level of treachery, the level of lie that we have been subjected to in the past three years is unbelievable. I think Western civilization never seen something like this before, definitely not Canadians. So my message was very hard because people just didn't want to believe that their own representatives are going to do this to them. But now, three years later, the conspiracy theory that um, we were attacked without mercy, it turns out we were right. It was not conspiracy. It's the truth. Uh, when we were telling them they're going to come after your property, now they are not even hiding it. You will own nothing. We're coming and we're going to take everything you have and we'll control every aspect of your life. So all of that is a known truth right now. It's not a conspiracy theory anymore. So <clears throat> we, we are facing a war against the truth and God, Jesus is the truth. So the liars are terrified. What the liars are terrified of? The truth. So they want to muzzle, they want to, you know, scare, terrorize everyone and anyone that preaches or speaks the truth because the devil knows his time is short. Again, look what is happening in France. There is a civil war going on right now. It's a revolution and it's not going to stop until they will have that devil's head, the Macron's head on the platter. And rightfully so. Those evil people should be charged with treason. And you know what happens to those that are convicted on treason. So <clears throat> um, that's why I think the enemy knows that his time is short. So he wants to crack on those that speak the truth and on the Christians. And uh, during the, the lie for the past three years, the mosques and the Hindu temples were open. I remember when I was arrested for, and listen to this, inciting people to come to church, officiating an illegal gathering and participating in illegal gathering. I was criminally charged with my brother David, arrested in the middle of the highway by SWAT team. Two days after we were released, I got a phone call from a friend of mine, an alderman, and he says, uh, listen, you got to come to the mosque, the Islamic center to see something that 
it will shock you. So I took um, I took my wife and the camera and we recorded thousands of Muslims. Uh, Imam is singing, yelling, no social distancing. Majority of people were not wearing a muzzle, no police, no health inspectors, no bylaw services, no harassment, no intimidation. They could do whatever they want. And that was the... That was the scenario that was unfolding throughout of this stuff. The abortion clinics were deemed essential services. The marijuana stores, essential services, liquor stores, Walmarts, Ikeas, Safeways. I could take my entire church to Ikea. It says, it, it said at that time on on the front of the door, only 500 people allowed. I could take my entire church to Ikea and that would be perfectly okay by science, their science, and would be lawful. But I could not have my brother for a tea in my own house. This was the lie. Why they were doing this? Because they are predators. Predators hunt always the same way. Segregate, separate, and then pound on the wounded or weak. That's what they were doing, and they are still doing. The conservative yes. government in Alberta is still murdering people with the jobs. As we speak, uh, people are dying. It, it, this is not the liberal government. This is a conservative government that is doing this with Daniel Smith, on its head they're murdering people then you've got ndps that are cheering them up and say murder even more we want more dead of course i'm paraphrasing what yes. they yes well uh, i know alberta had some of the highest deaths from the jab and you know i've interviewed people from the states who say um some of the lethal shots some of the more of them were put into the republican states um, and I go, that's conjecture, but the facts don't lie. The evidence is there about the overwhelming harm, sudden deaths, suddenly died, died suddenly, people collapsing, athletes. And now in Canada, which is the, one of the most disturbing countries, is now they're offering the fourth booster for babies. I mean, this is such a level, uh, if you didn't, for me, if I didn't have God in my life, it's so disturbing at such a deep level. And how can we stop this? We must. It's been my my driving um, motivation to stop these injections. Um, and I, you know, I won't stop until I do. And I worked with a lot of the doctors and interviewed them who've been censored uh, and silenced here in Canada and some of the other countries. But you know, it it it's going and going. And a lot of people thought we would stop this sooner. But I think also spiritually, people are naive and people have a lot of lessons to learn. God wants to teach us lessons. So where do you see Canada in maybe a year from now with this impending bank collapse and some of these, um, you know, electrical grid type um, security biostates being enforced? Where do you see us in a year? from now or do you have any idea of how bad it will get before we turn to god and are able to make this better well i had a vision i don't have many visions but i did about half a year before this craziness started and god showed me this fence and i could not see the end of the fence and i saw people sitting on the fence and then i saw two powerful hands grabbing that fence and i knew those hands are gods and he started to shake and he kept shaking and I saw people falling to the left and to the right. And when he was done, no one was sitting on the fence. And then he spoke to me. He says, when I'm done shaking, everyone will have to choose either me or the devil. So what we are witnessing right now is not 
the great evil that is pushing this agenda. I believe that God is exposing the mm -hmm. agenda because we were naive. I mean, not me, but a lot of people that thought that the government actually is good and the people that we've elected actually work for the people, not for some globalist agenda and, and you know, uh, depopulation project. But now more and more people are realizing that they have been lied to and they are being murdered and destroyed as we speak. Um, so here is what I know is going to happen. I know that the fiat currency is collapsing. I yes. know that the banking system is collapsing. I know that the amount of printed money out of thin air that they created is going to destroy the economy. We know that history knows that history is teaching us. You can't just keep doing it without the consequences. I believe that the inflation is going to be absolutely crazy. I believe that lots of people are going to lose their jobs. They're going to lose their possessions. They're going to lose their houses. And I know a lot of people are going to die. Um, I, when I spent my four months after I was released from prison, I decided to go and share my story with Americans um, because, you know, Americans were afraid of the Chinese and God sent me there to tell them, well, China is already across the border. We are living behind the Iron Curtain already in China. Though. We've lost democracy. It's a totalitarian regime. And Americans, you better um, smarten up or you're next. So I shared my story with them. I traveled around, but I was very privileged because I was able to spend time with the brightest minds on earth, biologists, scientists, biologists, doctors. Wow. And I would, um, I would ask every single one of them the same question. Doctor, what is going to happen in the near future if people will get the job? And every single one of them, they would give me a different scenarios, different stories, but every single one of them concluded that millions of people are going to die, millions. And, and, and all of them, the consensus was that within three to five years, and that was, remember, two over two years ago, about two years ago when I was there. So that tells me a lot of people are going to die. They're already starting to die. Like I said, as a pastor, I deal with tragedy all the time. People telling me that my my friend, my neighbor, you know, my family member died and it was healthy. She was healthy, no problems. And then suddenly, boom, cancer all over, dead within very yes. short period of time. So we know there is an effect of, of what they injected themselves um, in. And, and, you know, I don't want to be overly hard with those people. Um, because I warned them from the very beginning, don't take it. My family is not jobbed. No one here around me is jobbed. We, I, I did everything I could to tell them what the American doctors told me, the experts, uh, what is going to happen to a human body if you keep injecting this, uh, this poison. So I think people are going to start dropping dead left and right. I believe that a lot of people are going to die out of this and that is going to create a, some kind of a chaos and anger and here is what i predict unless the government smartens up i predict france that is happening right now riots and murder i think when and and i don't want that again i i want to be very clear i warn the government as well every sermon i'm warning them about what's coming 
I'm telling them, stop it. Stop doing this evil or it will bite you and your families. So um, imagine a father or a mother that believed the lie and did everything in their power to protect their loved ones, their little children, and they jabbed them four times, five times, and then they learned the truth. Imagine what is in their hearts. Imagine wow. what are their thoughts. I'm telling you, people are going to murder some of those officials, some of the police officers, some of the politicians, and I don't want that. I always said to people, don't do this because I watched that unfolding under the solidarity movement where the police officers were running for their lives, where uh, the truth was everywhere and, and the people came for blood. You see, when you, you can push human beings for a while, yes, you can torture them. You can, like they did to me, put them in the metal cages. Uh, you can, you can lie to them. You can manipulate them for a while. You can steal for them from them for a while but then sooner or later the masses will be awakened sooner or later the masses will say enough is enough and in france we're watching this like today right now so mm -hmm. i believe the same thing is going to happen here i think the anger of the people that have lost their children their loved ones and when they realize that it was it was the government the government well, that knew what they're doing did this to them. They're going to be screaming bloody murder. They're going to be screaming. I want that. And I don't uh, want that. No, absolutely. Neither do I. And I'm I'm hoping um, because the, the all of the clinical trials were de were fraudulent. Now it's come out yeah. that hopefully this will open up for massive uh, lawsuits, which money doesn't replace a loved one, but it gives an outlet for the anger. Um, and then I hope through this awakening that people also realize we need a complete clean set of political real leaders real people with integrity and, and who are following God's law. I mean, we got away from, with uh, maritime law, we, we got away from living properly, living freely. Um, and this is where we need to return to in every aspect of living. Our education um, is so bad here. And I know some of these so-called East Bloc countries um, already kicked out the woke education. So in, in some aspects, they're freer than us. They've already right. learned the lesson and they have much higher quality education. I know uh, Russia, in terms of their technological capabilities and intellectual capabilities, they're way ahead. Yes. Um, and so, you know, because they already learned the, the hard lessons through starvation and genocide and, and, you know, just, and corruption at such levels, they were on to the con much sooner. So, I mean, I don't know how long it's going to take for Canadians to learn the lesson. We are uh, historically naive. We've never really fought for freedom. We have been uh, held very courageous uh, roles in wars. And I, I certainly applaud and honor our veterans who have not been taken care of properly. But at, uh, fighting for your own freedom is, is, is not normal for us. Although, um, look at what we did to inspire the world with our freedom convoy. That is very heartening. And we did that peacefully, uh, despite what the media says. So, I mean, I do think we have a very dark um, period ahead of us. But 
through that darkness, we do need to keep shining the light because that is like everything. Those are where the seeds are planted for a better future. And I, like you, I've seen the better future. I did have one very powerful vision. I feel I was called by the Holy Spirit very strongly. And uh, I think it will get darker before it's lighter, but we've got to keep going and we will build a much better country. I've seen, I want to be part of that as a nation builder in Canada. And that's why like you, I'm pursuing and we'll keep going until I can help to break down some of these corrupt institutions like Health Canada and rebuild, start rebuilding Canada, which has been deindustrialized for decades. We've been turning our beautiful resource rich country into a service economy to service the cabal globalists. And that's got to stop. Our infrastructure is breaking down. Look at even the US with all these train derailments. We have this old, old infrastructure and we've got to fix it. So um, I, I, I really applaud you and everything that you've done. And I'm so pleased to see you stepping up in the political sphere. We need lions and I will keep going. I tell you now, every time I go to an event and I speak, there is a bigger and bigger crowd, more and more people, especially after the Christine Anderson event. I met her and I was there. They've they've realized again, uh, even though I've, you and I have been telling them that Poliev is just the same. Look at what his policies are. They're just the same as the other the parties. Thing. The same thing. And you know what? I would just, I want to add that we cannot just replace those people. Um, we cannot just move on. Like so many people would come and say, you know what, let's just forget what happened and let's just move on. It's like saying to the Jewish people in 1945, Nuremberg trial is useless. We shouldn't uh, We shouldn't have it. No, it was great evil that was done to the people. And some of those evil politicians should be charged with treason and they should be tried. So it's not just replacing them, but going after the villains. Why is this so important? It's very important because if we don't go after the villains today, some other villains will come tomorrow and will try mm. to do this to us again. What we need, we need examples. We need to charge Justin Trudeau for treason. We need to charge majority of the premiers for treason and some of the ministers, some of the mayors that they did this to us. And uh, not just uh, replacing those people, but going after them for what they have done. Because you got to remember all of them or almost all of them did this to us, murdered our citizens for money, for incentives. Now uh, the truth is coming out. You know, in Alberta, we've lost $2 billion that are not accounted for. No one knows where $2 billion disappeared. I'll tell you where is the money. They shared it among each other. Every one of them benefited greatly during this tragedy while we were being robbed uh, censored, attacked, deplatformed, uh, shut down in our businesses or locked in our homes. They partied, they benefited from it. They are millionaires right now. Uh, it, it, this, we got to go after at least some of them. I realize that we cannot charge, you know, 100,000 bureaucrats for what they've done to us, but we can charge 100 of them and make an example out of, the, out of those people so others will think twice if they will try to do this again. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I know even here in Ontario, Doug Ford with his sticker business made, I'm not sure how many um, tens of millions. Um, I want to ask you as we finish up our podcast, if you can hearten um, people, believers and non-believers with some scripture uh, for the last little while that, and maybe lead us 
in a uh, spiritual prayer for Canada so that we can step into courage. And if everyone just uh, steps into non-compliance, uh, we could stop this, um, you know, absolutely. And I know I had a, a dinner party with uh, some of the police who, uh, Aaron Howard here in, in Constable Aaron Howard, who is very supportive of the freedom economy and was disciplined. And she actually said a lot of, you know, she speaks out a lot. I mean, people can speak out and still maintain their profession. If we let go of our ego and our need to be a certain, uh, look a certain way, be a certain way, let go of all of that. This is the time to step into non-compliance. So please hearten us with some scripture quotes that you can, that might come to mind. Well, first of all, I believe that this whole thing that we witnessed is a spiritual struggle if you will like i said before this is a war between good versus evil and i was part of the truck convoy and for my participation i was arrested as you know uh, by rcmp officers detectives calgary police undercover police it, it was a gong show so it tells me and, and why they arrested me they arrested me because i did a series of church services for the truck convoy i was in milk river i was in calgary i was in kuds and i would tell the people to rise up to stand up i was giving them hope and i told them multiple times do it peacefully non-compliance uh just stand up for your rights no guns no swords and the devil and those devilish minions got scared so everything is a spiritual fight how you fight this well, I already quoted some of the scriptures where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, where God is on your side. When you put it this way, when you invite God on your side, because he's always on the side of freedom. He wants people to be free. He wants people to be healed. He wants people to just enjoy what he created for all of us, not just for the elites, not just for the pharaohs, but for everyone when he steps into the game when you invite him in it's over for the enemies that's why i can do what i do because me and my god we are always the majority it doesn't matter how crazy the world goes it doesn't matter how many millions are yelling and screaming in the end of the day you and god we are the majority god steps in and it's over for the enemies just like the story of david david physically didn't stand a chance fighting against the philistines enormous army well equipped and the giant that had the armor and the shield and the spear and the juvelin and the sword and david had nothing uh, except the stick and the slingshot but when god comes to the rescue he comes to the rescue in sometimes the most unusual ways and he gives david a smooth stone and it, that's the only thing that it took to win the whole war with the Philistines, the uncircumcised, it was the stone. So my prayer is, God, give us those slingshots, those mm -hmm. sticks, those stones. Give us what we need to win this fight because we're facing uncircumcised Philistines. We're facing an army that is well-equipped, army that is extremely rich, army that controls the land. But Father God, when you come in, it's over for the giants of the land. And you know what fascinates me about the story of David and Goliath? That David was well-trained before. He fought with the lion. He fought with the bear. When he saw the Goliath, he knew that this giant is just a mountain, the obstacle preventing him 
from achieving what God has in store for him. In other words, on the other side of that mountain was David's destiny. I want wow. to say to the people that are listening that my friends, God has a destiny for you. He has a destiny and this giant in front of you is an obstacle, a roadblock, if you will, for you to achieve what God himself has for you. So do not lose faith. The Bible says that without faith, you cannot please God. When you have faith, you can move the mountains. God will give you the, the strength. He will give you the wisdom. He will give you the supernatural knowledge how to move those mountains. When the whole thing collapses, God will be looking for men and women that can rebuild a society that will be better, a society that will teach the children history and mathematics and science and real biology, not indoctrination and sexual perversion or communism and socialism like we have in our schools right now. And it will be a real banking, not just borrowing, borrowing, borrowing all the time, being enslaved by, by, by our own people, but being free. And a government that is accountable, you, you know, I'm advocating for, for election of judges, not uh, so they can be appointed by political parties, but election. People should elect the judges that are, are, are putting them in prison sometimes, right? Justice is very important. We need to uh, elect our own sheriffs, constitutional sheriffs that will be watching politicians and the chief of police and others and the judges as well. Uh, if they are breaking the law, they should be charged as well. The law should be applied equally. One law for me and uh, the same law for thee, not the other way around. So um, there is a there is a victory coming. And God mm -hmm. is shaking the system and he's looking who is real. He's looking for people that he can trust. And the only way he can trust you is when you go through the fire. That's where he purifies his people. That's where he shows up and tests your mental, if you will. Are you real? Are you a real Christian? Are you willing to compromise or like Ezav, sell your inheritance for a bowl of soup. I'm telling you a lot of Christians, so-called Christians, I would say 99% of them sold their inheritance, the truth, Jesus, like Judas Iscariot for silver coin or yes. for a bowl of soup. Uh, absolutely. And do you think that we need to change our charter of freedom and rights? Because the document doesn't really talk about our inalienable rights given by God. I know our Bill of Rights do, uh, does. Um, and I've interviewed uh, a number of people, veterans for freedom and police on guard. Um, I know the police um, have an oath to the charter, but really it's a, it's, it's a little bit of a communist document if you look into it, whereas it gives our judges the right to it for the, for the better of better of society or for the good of society. You know, everyone created equal is a another one of these utopian, um, you know, diversity, equity and inclusion type concepts do you think if you're elected that we that you would uh, as part of it change our our document for can including god god-given rights to separate us to, to have god in charge instead of people which i think is part of the problem but i would love to i think americans are better off than canadians yes have those um enshrined in uh, the constitution those amendments and mm -hmm. uh, um, um different sections i would strike down if i had the power let's say i would strike down the section one 
where it gives the judges this opportunity to do as they mm-hmm. as they see fit. I mean, um, they don't follow even the law. They are just no. making stuff up as they go. You you remember Adam Germain that the pathological liar, that wicked evil judge in Alberta, he found us guilty, me, my brother David and Chris Scott, and commanded us to parrot the government and give us a compelled speech. He said, every time I talk to another human being, I must tell them what the government is saying about this lie called COVID. And of course, I said, absolutely not. I'll never obey this order. My brother David said the same thing. But this judge should be charged because he broke the law. Um, Why do I say that? Because a few months later, the case was appealed by three other judges from the Court of Appeal. And they said that my arrest, my brother's arrest, uh, the compelled speech and all the craziness that were imposed on us were absolutely illegal. And I say, if a judge dares to break the law, he should be charged. You know, with the same amount of he wanted this person in prison. Now he should go to prison for what he has done. And of course, he should never be allowed to have any public office for the rest of his life. So or her life. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the section one has to go. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's a Pandora's box. Um, and also, we need a stronger document. Yes. A property rights. Uh, mm-hmm. If elected, I would be advocating for the castle defense um, concept where an individual can defend uh, himself or herself or his or her property. We lost that. You know, mm-hmm. the villains got more rights than the victims. And yes. uh, quite often in the province of Alberta, the victims are charged not the villains that attack them. I mean, this is insanity. Everything is upside down. And I think, well, here's what we are witnessing. I think Jesus finally came to this situation and started to flip the tables Mm -hmm. on the whole system. And he's saying, enough, enough of this corruption. I am done watching and hearing the people crying because of those so-called representatives of the people. And another thing is, if it comes to the police officers, Shame on them. I remember when they changed their colors, the blue into the black, I said to the people, look, they look more and more like Gestapo. Something is shifting. Something is changing. They're no longer working to serve and protect, but they are uh, the muscle for the biggest mafia that we have ever seen in this country, the government mafia. They're just simply a muscle for extremely yes. corrupted politicians. And, and that's exactly what we're seeing right now. I mean, the yeah. arrest, my arrest, the arrest of Derek Reimer, um, there was a hundred police officers that came to my Christmas celebration, 52 police cars, SWAT team, anti-terrorists, the chief of police. Unbelievable. It's right. Why such a huge force? Uh, Derek Reimer uh, was arrested with over 50 police co- uh, officers, oh. officers in uniform for what? He didn't yeah. do anything legal. Uh, no, and can you can you validate this? I've uh, Kevin Johnson was on my show, and I know he just did a TikTok post that he said Chris Sky was in Edmonton, and he was just recently arrested. Do you have information on that? Um, yeah, I saw um, he was arrested, and his wife was assaulted by oh. by the police because she dared to record. 
the conversation between the officers and Chris Sky. Of course, that's illegal, uh, what the officer did. But again, um, in this country, we can record a conversation. We can record the actions of the officers. It's for their safety and for our safety, right? Yes. Uh, the judges need a proof of what really happened. And there is nothing better than a video. And she was assaulted. and. Wow. Uh, and, and she was forced to stop recording um, the incident that was happening. She was just sitting, doing nothing, just quietly and peacefully recording the actions of the officers. And she was assaulted. This is the level of, of, of corruption we're dealing with. And that's why I am running for the political office, because I want to bring accountability. Those officers should be charged criminally for assault. Mm -hmm and for interfering with our God and state given rights under our constitution and, and the charter rights and freedoms. So, but of, of course the, the parties right now are not going to do it because they're part of the problem. They are as corrupted as the officers. The whole system is rigged and that's why we need new parties. And Absolutely. that's why giving yeah. an opportunity to Albertans to vote for the Independence Party of Alberta. We have Alberta Party, which is a liberal party, which is as bad as the Castro's mm -hmm. government. Then we've got the UCP that have done this to us and is still doing this to us, pathological liars and bloody murders. And then you've got the communist and socialist, not least government, the NDPers, um, the destroyers of economy. So who are you going to vote for? Are you mm -hmm. so delusional that you think that the, the Nazis are going to be now good Nazis and the UCP government is going to fix your problems? Maybe they will give you more money, but the enslaving, uh, enslavement is going to steal everything away from you. Just It's just a matter of time. We're yes. in a big bubble, but God is bigger. Their God is bigger than them. When God shows up, is over for our enemies. Uh, I love that. I love that. And before I let you go, I know a lot of people ask me to ask you, since you you come from Europe and you know you come from former East Bloc, if you would be willing to give a little bit of perspective on this uh, conflict between Russia and Ukraine from the the neo Nazi perspective. Now, I mean, again, I. You look at everything, you don't know what's true, what's propaganda, even when it's been uh, provided as true. So, I mean, to me, I've read about the bio labs in Ukraine. I've read about the neo-Nazis. Um, I've read about um, the fact that Soros is heavily involved and wherever he's involved in a country, you, you can be you can be sure that there's massive corruption and it's got the, the globalist agenda. However, you know, we don't know. I mean, many, many, many thousands of people have died on both sides. It's very tragic, young men, um, Russians and Ukrainians. Do, can you provide a little bit of objective perspective being from um, Poland, from, you know, from what do you think is happening and what do you think is the Russian um, end goal here? I'll say smokes and screens. Um, we are witnessing a power struggle between the East and the West. I mm -hmm. think that's what is happening. Um, and you're absolutely right. Um, it's very unfortunate that innocent people are dying. Um, good Ukrainian people are dying. Good Russian people are dying. If it comes to the government, the Russian government or the Ukrainian government is as corrupted. They're, they're all the same. Uh, Zelensky is a pervert. Um, he... I've done videos uh, running around naked for homosexuals. I mean, the guy is perverted to the core. He's a liar. He's a cheater. And he's a murderer. Uh, Putin is no better. 
Um, he is a murderer. He's an ex-KGB uh, head. Uh, he has blood on his hands, and, and we know that. So this is just a power struggle between the East and the West. And you got to remember that those oligarchs, uh, oligarchs or the elites, the wannabe pharaohs, as I call them, uh, they don't care about people dying. They are forwarding uh, this agenda to this stabilize economy to create chaos you got to remember every time there is a conflict every time there is a chaos they are implementing their own agendas uh, they don't want any conflict to go to waste every time there is something going on there's something going on behind so billions trillions of dollars are being channeled to ukraine and that's weakening a Western democracy. And that's the plan. The plan yes. is to destroy Canada. The plan is to destroy America. The yes. plan is to destroy every Western democracy. I and how agree. By weakening their economy, by perverting their youngsters, by murdering their citizens, by, <clears throat> by bringing <clears throat> immigrants that do not ally uh, align themselves with um, with our views. That's why you've got open borders. Um, and normally, as a Polish immigrant, it took me five years to go through the proper channels and to emigrate to Canada. Now you can just cross the borders, and uh, for three years, you're going to be taken care of by the government. They put you in a hotel. They give you money. Uh, it, this is yes. planned infiltration. Absolutely. This is a treason. What is happening right now? The government is committing act of treason and in front of our very eyes. So don't kid yourself. The conflict between Russia and Ukraine is a lot bigger than oh, just okay. Russia tries to take Absol Ukraine. I, uh, you know, uh, I remember. Go, go ahead. I was going to say, I agree with you completely. And, you know, Canada used to be known in the world as a peacekeeper. And now we have all these, every, as, as everything else is flipped, lefties protesting war. Now these lefties are all advocating for war. And, you know, we're, we're skimming off our money for special interest groups and sending it to George Soros group. God knows what they're doing with it. Right. But what's... Yeah, everything what... you see, everything you see this government is doing, and I'm talking about all three governments, the conservative government, uh, don't kid yourself, Pierre talks the talk, Daniel Smith talks the talk, but behind, they are all for net zero, they're all for censorship, they're all for destabilization of our economy. Uh, they, they, the NDPers and the liberals, uh, everything they're doing right now is to harm to harm our Canadians, to harm our economy, and to enslave the future of our country. So uh, in order to do that, they need to, instead of taking care of our, our own people, they need to lie, manipulate, saying that we need to take care of other people. Well, first of all, yes. when your child is starving, the first thing you need to do is to feed your own child. Then you can start feeding other people's children. Um, but that's not the case here. We're channeling billions of billions of dollars to a terrorists in uh, all over the world uh, to come here and to hurt our citizens.
Yes, and I tell you, I couldn't agree more. Uh, one thing we we've touched on the economic element of this war on humanity. We've touched uh, on the uh, the spiritual, but one of the one of the other areas, and you can comment on this, is the use of what I call cultural Marxism to to, to destroy people's morals and 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 promote degenerative lifestyles. And when you, you 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 can pervert people's morals, you can weaken their convictions, so they do really don't stand for anything and that's another way of taking down the enemy and we can see this clearly with um drag time story time with all of these sexual perversions anything goes the assault on the family um all of the push for drugs they've legalized i think they're in the process of legalizing heroin in uh places like uh, um bc and even removing consequences that's why i agree with you uh, the importance of holding people accountable. They're now saying that you don't want to call someone a drug addict so that they are responsible for their actions. You're, you call them a user of drugs, just like you don't call someone a pedophile. You call them a, a minor attracted person. This is all of this cultural perversion. Can you comment on how we can step back into uh, becoming moral people with convictions based and grounded in love, but actual right and wrong as a, as a way of winning this battle as well. Well, there is this saying, when you stand for everything, you stand for nothing. And that's exactly what they want. If you look historically, every empire has fallen the same way. It was mm -hmm. perverted. It was uh, pedophilia, left and right. Moral standards pretty much didn't exist. And uh, enormous level of corruption, zero accountability, no checks and balances, and the empire would collapse. We are witnessing a collapse of the Western civilization. And that's what it is. We are mm -hmm. witnessing a collapse of Western civilization uh, because it's being done on purpose. They want to destroy Canada. They want to destroy Australia. I think Australia is gone. Uh, New Zealand and Europe is burning as we speak right now. And then America is still holding on, but it's divided half and half. So they're still fighting. Americans are better off because they understand the concept of standing up and fighting. Canadians, um, they were monarchists. They Everyone that wanted to be loyalist uh, to the king would move north to Canada. Um, so they were pacified very quickly, and they actually believed the lie that this government is, is working for them and wants yes. their best interest. So now it's a shocker uh, for everyone to see that this government is actually killing, murdering, and destroying us left and right. Um, so if you don't have moral standards, if you don't stand for something, you are an easy target, mm -hmm. right? Because divide and conquer concept, we are witnessing in front of our eyes. To divide and to conquer, that's what they're doing. Segregate, separate, um, vilify a certain groups of people. Divide the nation. Uh, Castro, uh, Justin, has been doing this for years, trying mm -hmm. to his best to divide Canadians, to turn, um, you know, minorities against the majority, majority against the minority, uh, different colors against each other. And, and he's succeeding. Unfortunately, the hatred is growing and the people are being divided because when you divide the nation, you can do to them whatever you want. Again, the concept of being a predator, segregate, separate, and you know, identify the most vulnerable so you can pound on them 
and um, and and kill them and murder them. That's what happened with our elderly. That's what's happening with our yeah. children. Now yeah. that's what's happening with our young adults when they're being encouraged to take drugs that we all know eventually is going to destroy them. 50% of the people that had uh, transitioned and had the operation to change their sex, they commit suicide. We have the oh. biggest amount of suicides in the country ever, historically. Oh, right? Absolutely. And I, I actually just finished a book and I touched on this is the drug Lupron, which is another uh, incredibly toxic a, a puberty blocking drug that they've sold as safe and effective is causing massive damage um, to, to them. And, and now there are uh, lawsuits coming and, and, you know, the push to detransition is happening as well. Um, I don't know if you saw what is a woman documentary, but I thought Matt Walsh did an excellent job there. Excellent. I encourage everyone to watch that. Yeah, well, it, listen, was, it was great. It was awesome. It was. And he's a, he's a true patriot. Yeah, it's true. It's just based on facts. So not triggering anyone. Well, listen, I, I absolutely uh, I'm so glad you're here in Canada. You're not planning to leave, are you? I'm not. I'm going to stand and fight for my country. You're going to stay in Alberta and fight for our freedom with God well, on was... your side. I was offered a lot of money to go to United States, and um, I said no. Here is my land. I love Canada. I love Thank Alberta. Uh, this is where my home is. This is where my wife is, and my three children that were born here in Calgary. So that's why I'm running in my city, and I'm running <coughs> for the position of the MLA to to be able to be the voice for the people. And of course, I'll speak about the things that others are either afraid or not willing to speak about. And we'll see what people will decide. <clears throat> like I said many times, I'm not going to sell my soul to win a no. seat. If you no. want a man like me, here I am. If you want to keep voting for the liars that are murdering your children, then go ahead. That's your right. Um, but I think Albertans have an opportunity right now to vote for good people that will fight to the death for them and, and for their right to to live their lives in peace wow i mean one more question a lot of people want to know there a lot of people are very worried about rachel notley um and i've i've listened to her speak and it it, it i find it a little terrifying what she said and, and not nothing but promoting the shots and not can't really put a couple sentences together in, intelligently i hear she has a handler um again if she were to get in, wow, that would be just so destructive for Alberta. So um, a lot of people are saying that, you know, Danielle Smith is a huge uh, step up. And uh, what's your comment on that before I leave you for today and ask for your contact information and where people can find you and support your work? Well, first of all, it was um, Danielle Smith that promised she's going to bring, uh, bring the amnesty for all the people that were hurt. Yes. And then back paddled on the, uh, this under pressure. Um, it's Danielle Smith that destroyed the Wild Rose Party when she crossed the floors, um, uh, you know, turncoat. And she can't help it. She is crossing the floors back and forth. She is a, um, you know, an individual that will go to bed with anyone and anything if she can gain some political votes. It was Danielle Smith that uh, said that the unvaccinated people were the most discriminated people ever. And then the next day she backpaddled on that as well. I mean, this is the politician that is like a, 
uh, you know, like a flag in the wind. Uh, she will go wherever uh, suits her career because she's a career politician. Uh, so there are some things that she says are good, but don't mm -hmm. kid yourself. If you go back to what she was saying, she was seven years uh, host of the radio. She said she stands for net zero. She loves WEF. Um, the World Economic Forum, she stands for all of this garbage and oh. under her leadership. Like if, if this doesn't convince you that she is a liar and she will hurt you in the end, maybe not as fast as Notley, but she will kill you eventually. It was her that appointed back the same people that did this to us under Kenny, Travis Taves. He was oh. the minister of finance. He is back a minister of finance for Daniel Smith. She brought him back in, uh, copying minister of health, uh, Tyler Shandro. He's the minister of, um, of um, uh, justice and solicitor general. He was the minister of health before. Uh, the same people, the Nixon brothers are back. Uh, Casey Madu that said publicly that this whole thing had nothing to do with science and and keeping people safe, but with political power, with control. He said that he's now the deputy premier. So we're talking about the same Nazis that did this to us back in power, rebuilding Germany, if you know what I mean. Yes. Uh, no accountability, no justice whatsoever. I'm still under house arrest. I am still oh. facing the trial um, uh, verdict on the 2nd of May. I cannot leave my house after 7 p.m. without oh. written... A permission from my probation officer and that's under daniel smith she wow. is doing this so you gotta remember that those are the same people yeah people want an easy way out they want to look for another savior and say now i'll vote for her and then that means i don't have to do anything else and if that's what you want to do if you want to keep voting for the nazis because you're afraid of the of the worst nazis well then keep doing it and it will yes. bite you in the end. It's already biting us with Pierre. And, and look, there's oh, yeah. another thing is, remember, when uh, Christine Anderson came to Calgary, Daniel Smith refused to meet her. Wow, that does. That's very telling. Yeah. Right. Uh, you, you. What else do you need? What yes. else do you need? Yes. Uh, I had no problem to meet with the European hero. I Me actually had it. Um, uh, Christine Anderson, we did a celebration for her in a petroleum club with hundreds of people. We wow. Christine Anderson. She is a European hero. She, she is against tyranny. She still speaks against uh, tyranny. And Danielle Smith refused to meet with her. Wow, that does uh, say a lot. It, it says everything. I know because uh, Maxime uh, met with her. And I had a wonderful chance to meet her and speak to her and just... Yeah, we need more people like that, like yourself, and I will keep going as well. So thank you so much. Uh, is there anything, uh, any place people can reach you or donate? How can they help the poor and how can they help you in your political career? Where can they find you to support you? Yeah, we still feed thousands of people. So if people want to chip in, that would be great. It's www.streetchurch.ca, street like a road, street church.ca because we're on the streets and then the people can e-transfer to art art at streetchurch.ca or go to the website and there are other ways that people can chip in and support so thank you so much be blessed stay strong don't give up we win in the end the enemy just doesn't know it yet 
Awesome. Thank you so much. God bless. God bless you. Thank you.